The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. Good evening, everyone. Very happy to see everyone. We'll give a couple seconds here for people to come into the room. So can everyone hear me okay? Thumbs up if good. If my voice drops too low during the guided meditation, please just send me a chat or raise your hand or something. So I'm uh, Liz Powell, and I'm filling in a few times in this coming month for um, Nikki and Diana about a couple times a week for the next three weeks. And I've been practicing with Gil and Andrea Fella for the last 18 years. Um, and I especially enjoy this group and this happy hour practice. So uh, last week, I offered an experiment with meditating and appreciating wholesome states as they arise. So we practiced a bit with appreciating mindfulness itself, awareness, um, as it recognizes a body sensation, an emotion, a thought, or a state of mind that's already present. We also practiced pausing and landing on appreciating the return of awareness after the mind had, you know, drifts off or gets lost or caught up in something. We can uh, feel and know, ah, mindfulness is back. And by really knowing and seeing these wholesome states, including mindfulness and awareness, um, we can reinforce them and make their reoccurrence much more likely. And, and some people in last week's class mentioned they might start keeping lists of wholesome states that arise for them in meditation and in daily life. And sometimes we, we skip over those things. We don't recognize them. Uh, we just kind of like, you know, calm check. And then, we, we okay, I got to get this meditation practice just right. So just slowing down and um, feeling the good things that arise, including returning to mindfulness again and again, even if it's hundreds of times during a meditation, that's fine. Um, So this whole practice of appreciating, knowing uh, what is arising, uh, either, you know, body state, mental state, emotion, that whole process of knowing that and also these process of appreciating mindfulness or awareness when it comes back is what's known as maintaining a wholesome state that has arisen and cultivating the arising of wholesome states in the future. So that is a big deal. It's an example of skillful effort. Um, And it's one of the four ways that we can practice um, that are called right effort or wise effort that moves us towards liberation. It's part of the Eightfold Path to maintain or cultivate the arising of a wholesome state. It's a, it's a wise use of our energy to work skillfully with what arises in meditation and in daily life. And one of the ways we can work skillfully with it is recognizing um, a wholesome state, including mindfulness, which is a wholesome state, 
and um, and just cultivating that, reinforcing it. So this week, I felt inspired in practicing with this specific wholesome quality of compassion. Another thing that that comes up and can can arise spontaneously. So when I was in my sitting practice or as I went through my day, if mindfulness was aware of any difficulty from the smallest little hint of something in the mind, heart, or body to the largest stressor, I also took notice and appreciated any compassion that came up with it. So sometimes compassion arises or arose for me in the form of a thought. Uh, it could have just, you know, sometimes it was just like, how much suffering there is when I saw a particular situation or a particular person's expressions of distress or my own. Just, wow, this is a lot of suffering. Other times it was literally a physical sensation in my chest surrounding my heart. And sometimes compassion um, arose and and I felt it as I was noticing some difficulty or challenge or suffering. Um, I would say, you know, quietly in the mind, may this suffering come to an end. Just offer that phrase. Whether I was witnessing someone else's or witnessing my own or both. Um, it was just, may this suffering come to an end. So this evening, I'll invite us to feel, pause, know any compassion that is present when other things come up. You know, as we meditate, a lot of things could come up. Body sensations that are um, even a tiny bit challenging or very challenging. States of health, um, emotional states that are challenging they could be tiny like frustration i mean this might not be tiny but you know frustration that that your meditation for example is not focused sometimes as i was mentioning last week um there's a lot of thinking and there's a lot of distraction and so it could be just that and then the a feeling of compassion if it's present may this suffering come to an end it could arise for yourself or it could arise, you know, as you're meditating about uh, someone else who is difficult or who is experiencing difficulty in your life. Um, it could certainly arise uh, for yourself, compassion, if there are particular areas that you are presenting challenges or that you feel a little stuck. So by seeing and knowing and landing on and allowing some space for actually feeling the compassion, um, seeing the compassion, that's also maintaining a wholesome state that has arisen. By the way, you may know this already, but compassion doesn't have to be some kind of big, warm, fuzzy feeling. Even when you simply recognize how a situation is stressful, or dissatisfying to yourself or other people, that's an important form of compassion. Even if you do something very small, it can be a form of compassion. It could be noticing some subtle shift in another person 
their, in their facial expression, speech, or behavior, some little thing, and gently asking about it. So I was thinking of a friend and I who have pretty good radar for one another and offer each other lots of leeway um, if we, we sense things like this. So if we had plans to get together, but one of us had some sort of subtle something that the other one was noticing, we'd ask about it. And if we discovered that there was just too much exhaustion for work or there was a need for alone time, we were both able to say, hey, let's just reschedule this for another time. So that was, you know, a small act of compassion. Um, smiling at someone as you're out in the world can be an act of compassion. Sometimes I notice people treat um, clerks in stores as if they were machines, especially behind the cash register, just kind of nobody makes eye contact. They kind of treat it, treat the other person um, like a, you know, some kind of machine. And so a smile and a, and asking how they are is compassionate. So I would guess that everyone here probably practices small acts of compassion and also some large ones, you know, many times a day, and maybe you don't even see them as that. Um, so that that's one thing that we can practice with as we're doing our sitting meditation. Now, you know, that what's arising tonight might be other states of mind, heart, and body that are wholesome. They might feel good. They might not feel like they need any compassion because they're great. <laughs> so if you experience some good moments in meditation or some pleasant things or some, you know, it could be contentment. It could be some level of collectedness, you know, noticing, wow, you know, mindfulness is coming back. Um, you might uh, ex- practice sympathetic joy. So maybe you have a physical or an emotional feeling of well-being, or maybe you have a thought that's a recognition of some state of mind that's helpful to you, including just being coming back to awareness. You might uh, have a visual uh, that flashes through your mind or some sort of felt sense of contentment, happiness, or what we'll call sympathetic joy. And in any of those cases, um, one thing you might do, you might extend uh, a phrase in the mind, may this happiness continue. That's an expression of sympathetic joy. With both these phrases, may this suffering come to an end, or may this happiness continue, um, the suggestion is a really quiet whisper in the mind. Maybe you don't even need to think it. Maybe it just sort of, you feel it a little bit. So the key piece uh, about this that I, I want to emphasize is that this is wise effort in practice, this recognition of a wholesome state of mind and cultivating it to continue, or this recognition of some state of mind that's difficult and offering, may this suffering come to an end, even if it's a small, subtle thing. So that's how I've been spending my week, and that's what I'd like to share with you this evening. So with that, um, maybe we can get into a comfortable and sustainable alert posture for the meditation this evening. And if it's uh, helpful for you to close your eyes, you can let your eyes close or you can uh, allow them to look downward and soften the gaze. 
if you prefer to keep them open. If there are areas of the body that are speaking to you right now, indicating any kind of slight discomfort or fatigue, anything at all, you can adjust and soften what's going on great or bring ease or breathe in and out of it giving it the support that it needs. And also, if there's something persistent that cannot be softened, it's just how things are, you might consider very softly noting or extending the wish, may this suffering come to an end. If there's any remainder of difficulty or challenge that you're going through or that you were going through, any state that's present in the heart, in the mind, taking it in, appreciating that you're mindful of it right now, Appreciating any compassion that is arising. And a whisper in the mind, may this suffering come to an end. Not a demand, just inclining the mind in the direction of the wish. If we recognize something difficult and we tighten around it or we get disappointed or distressed, may this suffering come to an end. Pausing with whatever arises, receiving it, allowing it to be seen, heard, felt, known. Appreciating the positive quality of mindfulness, the helpfulness of awareness.
And if there's quiet or a kind of blank awareness, just being present, nothing in particular arising very strongly, allowing the appreciation. Mindfulness is present. We might call that calm abiding. As we receive the flow of things into and out of awareness, feeling any sensations of heart or mind or body that go with the mindfulness with each thing that's known. And if what is being known is a wholesome quality, an ease in the body, a wholesome state of mind, perhaps mindfulness itself, being collected, attentive, calm, May this happiness continue. Allowing yourself to feel that physically. Mindfulness and awareness are very equanimous in a way, no matter what is arising. It can be pleasant or unpleasant. 
It can be wholesome or unwholesome. They're willing to see it all, be mindful of it all. Perhaps appreciating that. And in the next 15 or 20 minutes of meditation, allowing yourself to appreciate mindfulness of anything that arises. And when you can appreciate with compassion, may the suffering come to an end or feel with some sympathetic joy May this happiness continue. You can use that in your meditation as best fits for you.
And in the last couple of minutes of this meditation, perhaps extending some appreciation to yourself for coming to this meditation session, which in itself is cultivating wholesome qualities. And any time the mind was mindful or came back to awareness, allowing some felt sense of happiness or contentment that the practice is working, even if you were aware of things that were difficult or that were pleasant or happy in some way. It all counts when mindfulness is on board. The Brahma-vihara practices of uh, loving-kindness, compassion, sympathetic joy, equanimity, and also some of the practices that we do sometimes that are not traditionally part of these uh, qualities, but forgiveness, appreciation, gratitude. These are all quite powerful, um, whether we fill the mind with them you know, by saying phrases to ourselves over and over, which prevents unwholesome states um, sometimes, or inclines us towards wholesome states, or even if as we practice them, some uh, things, some difficulties come up, or some things that are uh, the opposite of what we're hoping for, Mindfulness itself, as it recognizes those, is is also wholesome. So um, with that, I'd like to offer us an opportunity to get into small groups of three or four people and share a little bit uh, with one another about how that practice was for you this evening or how in general your practice is going. And in these groups, 
as always, um, what we like to do is um, practice with each other deep listening so that we're not commenting on one another's sharing. We're just taking one person at a time and that one person is sharing one thing at a time and then we're going around in a circle and we're giving each other the respect to not offer opinions or interrupt or um, you know, just, just allow the listening and the sharing. So let me see here. So you will have three or four people in your room, hopefully, and you'll have 15 minutes to talk before we come back. Enjoy it. Welcome back, everyone. I hope you enjoyed your discussions or found them inspiring or interesting. And um, now is the time, a little bit of a few minutes here to share any inspirations you got or ask any questions or um, lodge any protests. It's all welcome, whatever you'd like to share. And you can feel free to raise your hand or physical hand or unmute yourself. Yes, uh, Jerry or Gary. Um, I guess I was struck by um, your comment about smiling and how that is a form of compassion. So I have a meditation group online every morning called Waking Up. And um, anyway, uh, at the end of this 20-minute meditation, the teacher a couple of weeks ago said, okay, I want you to ramp it up 25% in interactions with colleagues, uh, friends. Just give a bit 25% more of yourself. So smiling at a stranger was the example that he also gave the example of that. So today I was out um, walking to uh, a grocery to get some food and I was busy in between my work appointments and I was looking down at my phone too often I do. And I saw a cyclist, of course, worried about a cyclist and the consequences of without with a helmet. But I then thought, okay, just let go of this and smile. So I caught her eyes uh, gaze and looked at her and smiled. She smiled back. And I thought, well, I'm trying. I don't know if it got up 25%, but I'm trying. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I thought I need to do more of this. And uh, so thanks for reminding me of the, uh, that is a form of compassion. And I will try to do more of that. Thank you for sharing that. Thank you. 
I'm Cynthia. Um, this is my first time here. So um, I really thank you. Thank you very much. I, I really um, felt very peaceful during the meditation and uh, that was lovely. So uh, I'm, I'm definitely going to come back and uh, Neil and, and us all were in my group and they, uh, they, I asked them some questions, you know, about what does things mean like meta and new words for me. So they were very, very helpful and very gracious. I really appreciated that. Great. And thank you for the reminder that I need to keep in mind new people and define my vocabulary a little better. So I will do so in the future. Thanks. Thank you. Anything else in our last minute together? Yeah, this is Meredith. I just want to say how much I really love the small groups and that I'm grateful for them. There's so much tenderness. Mm-hmm. You no, know, and so much. Well, certainly, I can learn. I did learn and do learn, and um, but it's it's the tenderness, the heart that's so visceral, and uh, I love it. So thank you. Yeah, there's so much kindness and compassion just in coming and in being willing to listen and share with one another. It is really amazing. So if you'd like to unmute and say goodnight and thank you to each other, please feel free to do that. I'll see you tomorrow night. Thank you, Liz. Thank you. Thank you, Liz. Thanks. Good night. Good night, Amy. Good Thank you, Aurora. Good night. Nice to meet you all. Thank you, Fred. Yes, bye. Bye-bye. Bye, Terrence. Bye. Sweet dreams.